Weekly. Welcome to G3 Weekly, a summary of this week's top news stories on Christianity and the public square, written by Ben Zeisloft. I'm Laramie Minga. This week, Democrats in the House of Representatives voted against legislation to protect female sports leagues from men who claim to be women. Anglican ministers from across the world met in Rwanda after the Church of England's General Synod chose to endorse homosexual unions earlier this year. Meanwhile, an investigative journalist released an account from female inmates in Washington state explaining how dangerous men choose to identify themselves as transgender to abuse the prison system. Democrats vote against protecting female sports leagues. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Proverbs 12:15. House Republicans passed a bill to protect women's sports from male athletes who identify as females, even as all House Democrats who cast ballots voted against the proposal. The Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act would amend Title IX of the Education Amendments such that any school receiving federal funds cannot permit a person whose sex is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designated for women or girls. Each of the 219 votes in support of the bill were cast by Republicans while each of the 203 votes against the bill were cast by Democrats. Those who oppose allowing self-identified transgender athletes to compete in women's sports leagues note the fundamental denial of biological reality which such allowances necessitate, as well as the physical risks to women who are forced to compete against men. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a Democrat from California, remarked in a floor speech that she opposed the bill because trans kids are all God's children and belong in sports, in schools, in books, in families, and on teams. The White House has released a veto notice affirming that President Joe Biden would oppose the legislation because transgender youth already face a nationwide mental health crisis. Anglicans meet in Rwanda following controversial homosexuality decision. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. Hebrews 3.12 Leaders in the worldwide Anglican Church met in Rwanda to denounce recent moves from the Church of England's General Synod that endorsed homosexuality. Bishops in England approved motions earlier this year to let homosexual couples dedicate their relationship to God and receive God's blessing after a civil marriage or civil partnership, even as ministers are not allowed to officiate the ceremonies themselves. The Global South Fellowship of Anglican Churches, which includes member nations such as South Sudan, Chile, Myanmar, Bangladesh, Uganda, and Brazil said in a statement that the Church of England has disqualified herself from continuing to function as the denomination's mother church. 
ministers assembled at the Fourth Conference for the Global Fellowship of Confessing Anglicans, also known as GAFCON, in Rwanda to issue stark warnings against the move. GAFCON Chairman Foley Beach, the Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, announced in a speech that with broken hearts we must say that until the Archbishop of Canterbury repents, we can no longer recognize him as the first among equals. Female inmates in Washington detail abuses from male prisoners. For he who avenges blood is mindful of them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Psalm 9:12. Investigative journalist James O'Keefe released audio and video footage of two female inmates in Washington asserting that males routinely take advantage of the state's new laws, allowing them to identify as transgender and move into female prisons to abuse women. The two female prisoners whose voices and faces were distorted for fear of repercussions, alleged to O'Keefe that men call themselves transgender so they can have sex with the inmates. There's nothing you can do but say you're going to kill yourself and then go down to the crazy unit to get out of that room, the first inmate commented. The second inmate said the new statutes mean that she and other female prisoners must conform to what they want us to believe about the transgenders. She added that some of the male prisoners plan to forcibly impregnate their cellmates in order to foment a lawsuit against the state correctional system. We have men rapists, men murderers, child rapists, men who have killed women and are in prison for raping and killing women who get put in our rooms, the first inmate continued. Imagine coming into your room one day and you're in closed custody and you turn around and there is a man standing there peeing in the toilet. You can read this edition of G3 Weekly at g3men.org.